The value of expressing yourself. The value of expression, of expressing yourself. What makes expressing yourself valuable or important? When you express yourself, you are showing the world something. When you express yourself, you are taking what's on the inside and putting it on the outside for others to see. I think it's interesting that others don't always have to see your expression to... I think it's interesting that others don't always have to see your expression for your expression to be worthwhile, to be valuable, to mean something, to feel good, feel like it was important to do the expression. There are a lot of ways you can express yourself, but I think first there's a question of what does it mean to express yourself? You're expressing yourself. What is yourself? What is that? What is yourself that you are expressing? I think one of the first things that comes to mind when people say or think of they are expressing their self, it means they are expressing some feeling. You're expressing the, your, your current state, emotion, feeling, whatever that is. You're expressing that. That is you. That feels like you or yourself that you are expressing. So isn't that interesting that we have an association between ourself and the way that we are feeling in the moment? It's as though you are your feelings. Is that true? Are you how you are feeling? Hmm. I think another way, another way to express yourself and the other meaning, another meaning for expressing yourself is not necessarily expressing your emotions, but it is expressing what you think about something. It is your thoughts. It's what you think about something. So that might look like what you say might be all about what you say. Where on the one hand, expressing your emotions could be completely nonverbal. You can express yourself with grunts or vocalizations. You can express yourself with body movements. You can express yourself, your emotions, your emotional self with, with music and art, visual arts, pretty much everything sensory without it having to be verbal. And I suppose you can express your thoughts and emotions with that non-verbally. And you can add words into the mix. I wonder if expressing yourself with words alone without any affect is expression expression 
And what are you expressing if you're just saying words without anything else, without anything else to go with it? What would it be like if you never expressed yourself? What would it be like if you never expressed yourself? You never, you never, you know, showed anger or emotion in any way. You never communicated what you were thinking or feeling ever. What would that be like? I imagine it being, I imagine it feeling like holding in, holding in something that wants to explode, holding in something that is pressurized, it's moving outward, it's expanding, it's trying to escape. Imagine if you express yourself a lot, all the time, always expressing yourself, nonstop. I wonder if there is such a thing as not expressing yourself in saying that. I wonder if there's, if there's such a thing as being expressionless. Is it really that there's always an expression, always something being expressed? It may not be, it may not be the true thing. It may not map onto something true. Maybe a front, maybe an expression of something else is a diversion of what would actually otherwise be expressed. So it seems like what might be actually curious here is in what what are the reasons behind almost the the, the amplitude of expression and the authenticity of expression. I think those are the two things that are what are really interesting here. The two things are the amplitude of expression and what changes that, what suppresses it, what amplifies expression, and what suppresses it, what amplifies it, what, su- what suppresses it, what influences it to be at any different amplitude. I think that's interesting. And then the second thing is the authenticity of the expression. And I feel like those are, those, these are the two things around expression that I think a lot of people struggle with and want clarity around and feel frustrated by in themselves and in their experience of expression. I think one is this frustration, this frustration around wanting to express more than you are and wanting to express the truth of what you are and feeling in some way that you can't that you can't express what's true and you can't express to the magnitude of the amplitude at the level at the volume at the size of what you want what you feel is true so in saying that, I think it's really just one thing. I'll say that, and I might revise that later. Perhaps it's just one thing, that it's about the authenticity of expression, and that's what, when that isn't there, when there's an inauthentic expression in some form, oftentimes it may be that you want to be louder or bigger or 
of greater amplitude with your expression than you feel you can be. But that's still a form of an inauthenticity in the expression. So that it's about the authenticity of expression and not being able to be authentic with the expression and why and what blocks us. What gets in the way of that? What makes it so hard to do that? To express ourselves in a way that feels true. I think this challenge of of the of in, inauthentic expression, the challenge or the goal, the pursuit of trying to authentically express ourselves, the struggle of it. I think it's often very social in nature. Maybe there's some insight into imagining imagining having all this pent up stuff inside this pent up content content of mind emotions thoughts it's all pent up and there's this urge to express yourself and you imagine having this constraint feeling this constraint it's all bundled up inside pressurizing growing pushing out on the walls of your body trying to escape and you're holding that in and imagine that you're able to transport yourself into a completely solitary space where you're completely alone could be the void could be space you could be floating thousands of light years away from anyone else in space surrounded by stars and nothing else, no other sounds. What would your expression be like if you were in that space? Would it be authentic? I think it could be, but I think it depends, actually. I think it depends on what you're trying to express, and if the expression is intended to be received by something other than you. Isn't that interesting? So it seems like maybe there's these at least two kind of uh, motivations for expression. One, one form or motivation for expression does not require a receiver other than you or maybe something non-human, bigger than you, something like nature or, um, you know, the universe or something like that. And then, the, and then there's another desire, motivation for expression where there needs to be a receiver. There is something receiving that that isn't you or, you know, nature or the universe. It's, it's a person or it's a people or it's an institution, so there's some receiver that needs to be there to get what you are expressing, for the expression almost to be satisfied, for it to have done its job, which implies that expression has a job to do. So if expression, if, if an authentic expression can have different motivations, and that in some cases it can... I guess it's not necessarily that it, that it has different motivations, 
but that it almost needs to have a receiver. An expression, it seems that an expression needs to have some receiver, even if that receiver is you or nature or the universe. And it can also be others or a culture or a group of people or a thing or an institution, that sort of thing. So if, if our expression, if our expression needs a receiver and if it has some sort of job to do, like there's a job to be done, if it needs to be received, it has a job to be received for some reason, then it seems like we can notice, we can, whenever we are having an intention to express, we can look into that and learn what the job is, what, the, what it's trying to achieve, what the expression is trying to do. And I don't know yet the scope of what that could be, but it has a job, and it has a job in some relationship to a receiver of the expression. So what, what influences us to not express ourselves in the way that's authentic, meaning that the way that will get the job done in relationship to some receiver of the expression? What blocks us from doing that? What makes us hold things in or alter our expression or express something different than what really wants to be expressed? What influences that? What is that? I think a very common experience is is, is when you're in relationship to somebody and, and they do something and it creates some sort of reaction in you and you are just screaming inside. You want to express something. You want to say something to them. You want to say, you want to tell them off maybe. Maybe you want to tell them off or maybe you want to profess your love to them, for example, or you want to reveal something about them to them. You want to show them something about themselves. Whatever it is, there's some desire to express something to them that communicates something or that influences them in some way. And you don't express it. You don't express it. Why? Because there are consequences. There are consequences to communicating things to other people, to expressing things to other people, to influencing them, to pushing on them, influencing them, pushing on them with your expression. There's consequences to that. And sometimes they mean consequences for you, for others, for the environment, for the context. The fear of what those consequences could be is, can, can be crippling, can be crippling. It seems to me that if there's anyone who appears to be very expressionless, anyone who appears to be very expressionless or without much expression does not 
at all mean that they don't have things to express, but that they are profoundly aware of and concerned about the consequences of that expression, and maybe rightly so. Imagine if everyone, imagine if you lived in a world where everyone expressed themselves authentically all the time. Imagine if you lived in a world where everyone expressed themselves authentically, meaning they were always expressing themselves at the true amplitude of that expression, communicating the honest truth through that expression, doing whatever job that expression wanted them to do all the time, full expression all the time, unconstrained. What would that be like? My initial thought is that it could be quite... It could, it could have some problems. There could be some problems in that way of existence, the way the world would be. Partly in that, like, if you are... If everyone's always expressing themselves in an unconstrained way all the time, and there's nothing that's that's influencing their expression, anything off of what would be authentic, then hmm, I think it would kind of kind of like it would kind of be like some sort of radical honesty world, radical honesty world. And radical honesty, knowing the truth about everything or seeing the true honest expression from everything, everyone at all times, is not always helpful. I cannot imagine it always being helpful. I can definitely imagine it being hurtful at times. And, and it can, can be helpful, but also hurtful. It can be disruptive. And I wonder if maybe it would only be disruptive for a period of time. It'd be almost like living in a world where everyone was constantly giving feedback to everyone in an authentic way um, all the time. And everyone would be getting the feedback about what they are doing to create reactions in people. I know I personally don't always want to know. I don't want to hear or receive other people's expression all the time. I can think of many examples where it comes at a very bad time. And I can imagine it coming at a very bad time. It's a time when I can't do anything with it. That's interesting. If, if an authentic expression feels like it has a job in where, it's, where there needs to be some sort of receiver of the expression, it can fail at its job if the job is to, is to influence the person in a specific way and they aren't ready for it, or they aren't in a place where they can receive that expression. I mean, think about walking through a museum, an art museum, and why certain pieces of art might do something. They do something to you or inside of you for some reason and, and others don't at all even those even though those other pieces of art are expressing themselves constantly all the time to everyone that walks by them every piece of art in in a gallery 
or anywhere, street art, doesn't matter. Every piece of art that comes into con- contact with other people is always expressing itself to those people. And yet those people don't always receive it. They don't always they don't always get what it's it's about. They don't always get what it's trying they don't always get what it's trying to show them or tell them. So that's interesting. I think coming back to the topic of art, that's also interesting because I think there's something that happens. There's definitely something that happens where people have this experience of wanting to express themselves and they do it through some artistic medium. Usually people call this the creative outlet or an expressive outlet. You aren't expressing, you need something. You need something through which to express yourself. Your body, your vocal cords, your words, everything you can do with that with your body, your movements, your words, is a whole set of things. It's very expressive in, it, in, in and of itself. Dancing, singing, creating with, with what, we've given, what we already have is one thing. And yet there's other things. There's, there's creating music to be played with instruments. There's playing an instrument, expressing yourself through an instrument, almost like a tool of expression, a tool, almost like a tool to extend our ability to express. We have all these tools at our disposal for expression, which is interesting to think of it that way, to think of arts, um, to think of instruments, to think of, you know, the paintbrush, to think of the camera, film, etc., all these mediums, these art forms as giving us different tools with which to express express certain things, our thoughts and emotions in a way that has a job in relationship to a receiver, which kind of bring which kind of brings to mind why or how we would choose one form, one one set of tools or one form of art, set of tools for expression over others. I think part of it may come down to proficiency and they talk about jazz musicians or musicians in general who improvise there's a long period of time of practice that one a musician must go through before playing the instrument is experientially just like singing in other words there's nothing lost in translation between what you hear in your head and what comes out of the instrument. Like when we talk, we can first bring to mind the words and then say them. You know, sometimes that doesn't always go well. Like we say, that didn't come out like I imagined it in my head, which is also kind of an interesting connection back into this idea of proficiency, a proficiency of using the tools, using the tools we have or the tools we want to use for expressing ourselves. And as we become more proficient in the tools that we are choosing to use for expression, the closer we can get to an authentic expression of what's inside expressing out, outward. So then maybe that's another reason or explanation for 
when people maybe have a frustration over the sense that they can't express or they something is blocking them from expressing themselves in an authentic way is not that it's some social constraints, not some sort of social pressure. That's maybe another reason. That there's an, an additional reason in that potentially the person is not proficient enough with the tools of expression that they are using. And maybe through becoming more proficient with those tools, that person could feel as though they are more capable of, of authentically expressing themselves.